0: here. Brian, welcome to the show. So excited to have you here. Thank you for taking the time on a nice Friday to sit down with me and have a conversation to talk about your mission in life right now.
1: No, this is awesome. I'm so happy to be here. I feel like our worlds have kind of danced around each other for a couple of years. And this is what finally got us together.
0: Yeah, exactly. So everybody that's listening, Brian's wife, Megan, and I have worked together for for a couple years now. And then Brian has created this phenomenal company. And we decided to kind of collaborate and have Brian on the show to talk more about it, get the word out even more. So Brian, tell us a little bit about the company.
1: Certainly more than happy to. Uh, Our company is called Tidal Health Group. Uh, We're a healthcare marketing and communications firm. There's been a lot of iterations of it (laughs) since it started and even re branding and changing our name. So we can get into some of those weeds. But where we are today is uh, we're a digital marketing company that works with healthcare providers. We're a full service agency, but we specialize really in uh, private practices throughout the country and being strategic advisors in healthcare communications and
0: marketing. Okay. So all of that sounds phenomenal. When you really break it down though, in the simplest terms, who do you actually help? the consumer or the doctor's offices?
1: Our clients are the doctor's offices. So we're marketing in essence to potential or prospective patients for them.
0: Right. So I want to get a little bit of an idea because I had listened to some of your media in the past and there was a, there was a reason why you actually started this company. So if you can go back a little bit in time, and give us the reason why, because you were in IT and finance, which is a totally different ball game than the medical industry altogether. So tell us a little bit about what made you have that transition, why, and then the, the driving force to continue with this company.
1: Yeah, I think there's two clear distinct points. Uh, one was really selfish reasons for my own, and then the other, I think that was a little bit more... Uh, Uh, broader. Uh, The initial was I was working, like you're saying, IT and finance in a very kind of suit and tie corporate nine to five environment. Mm -hmm. And I simply hated it. Uh, It was kind of uh, exactly what I think most people think of corporate world. Uh, So I started the company more on just wanting to have more control over my day to day, uh, more control over seeing the results of my efforts. Uh, That was the very selfish reason to just do something else. Uh, So I self-taught myself web design and PPC in 2010 um, Mm -hmm. and started consulting uh, really, really quickly and walked myself out of the finance world. Uh, But what made us specialize into healthcare Mm -hmm. within about the first year uh, at that time, I was struggling through trying to help my mother uh, diagnose an ailment. Uh, It ultimately was misdiagnosed for almost 10 years and onset a lot of other medical conditions. And through that process of just trying to navigate the internet to find that specialist, I saw a business opportunity that a lot of healthcare organizations or providers really just don't know how to represent the business of them. Uh, So we were working with some doctors at the time and really just focused down on healthcare and helping specialists represent themselves online.
0: How about uh, when you were researching? So like what kind of things were missing online? When you were searching for your mom's kind of care, was it like you were typing in the symptoms of what she was going on and not being able to find a certain doctor or you were just finding doc- Cause that's what we do. We Google, right. And we try to find are I mean, I'm a Google MD, right. I know everything <laughs> that's wrong with me based on the symptoms that pop up, but then finding the doctor to actually be able to treat those symptoms. It's kind of like almost the holistic doctors are better at doing that because they can tell you exactly what they're doing versus the typical. Internist. So, was that the kind of driving force behind the confusion? Just n- nobody had an answer for you to be able to go to.
1: Yeah, I mean, the internet alone was a very different place in 2010, <laughs> 2011. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it's it's funny because I, I do it myself. Is we all look up layman terminology, uh, and most often you'd be finding like hospital institutions and large companies that serve a purpose, but when you have a really specialized issue, you need a specialist. And often a lot of those may be in private practice alone, or just in a small group that doesn't have the capacity to know how to market or have the team to market. And that was really where I started to stick myself in. I sold myself as a marketing advisor, not just a web person or a PPC person. And that's really how we've organically grown the company.
0: That's incredible. Well, that brings us to like the whole try and stop me kind of thing. When you're looking back at all those years when the web wasn't as what it is today and everybody's relying on it with COVID and relying on it with all the issues and and how much information is on there, what kind of pushback did you get years ago that you kind of fought through to get to where you're at today? Was there any time where you were like, this is just never going to happen because people just don't understand the Internet?
1: Totally. It still happens now. I mean, this year, or this past year now is completely insane. But yeah, I mean, healthcare as a business is very slow. And I think people see that. And this year has at least brought a lot of that into limelight. It's how I look at education too. Healthcare and education industries in general are very kind of slow to adopt technology and slow to adopt concepts. Um, The simplest thing is like when when we were working with doctors, they would go, well, the only way I'm going to get patients is from from referring from another doctor. So why would I do anything on the internet? Like the concept of that someone will research online, almost self-diagnose, almost bypass primary care and look for you was just foreign. So we had to educate people or really our potential customers that that concept existed.
0: Where did you start, if you don't mind me asking, like private practices, or did you go for like the big dogs of like the hospitals to get into them?
1: No, private practices. And we still live in private practices.
0: Yeah. Because I guess that's where you can find the most uh, people, I guess, willing to change without the corporate world of the hospitals. So when people now Google search, tell us a little bit about what the company actually does for the doctor's offices now.
1: Yeah, we're a full service digital marketing agency. So the kind of familiar services people know underneath that are web design, graphic design, videography, content, social media, photography, we do some of our own pure play development as well. So we're a full service agency, but we're extremely focused on the end client that we work with.
0: Right. So when they're, when they're coming to you, it's no longer like that boring. This is just our logo. And here's like the, the boring landing page. You guys come in with a solid idea of what do you target on? And what are you a good doctor? If I'm speaking out of line, correct me. You know, if, if the doctor specifically works on a, I don't know, they fix sinus infections. Like they know ins and outs of sinus infections. Is that the type of clientele that you guys really go for?
1: Yeah. now you're spot on. I have you on my sales calls. Uh (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no, I mean, that's really, it's that strategic advisor role is where I push myself still and all our, all of our team members, no matter if they're doing direct service is really trying to help know the business of our clients better than they do. And in that simple example there is a great one is doctors often talk this heavy medical jargon terminology that I do septoplasties and turbinate reductions and all these things. And I go where I want patients like that. Yeah, but nobody really searches that way. That's the minority of the way they're saying I have recurring sinus infections or why does my nose keep running or doing those things that are just the layman way of explaining our problems. And it's our job to connect that layman terminology to what you do medically.
0: Uh, I think you and this company need to be. Are you guys? Where are you? A local? Are you in the all throughout the United States? Are you helping doctors' offices? Because that's the problem that we see, especially as an insurance broker. When I'm going to clients and they're like, "This is my doctor that I need, and I need this specific person." But if that doctor's not network, it's so then hard to find another doctor that's good at that specific specialty instead of it just being a general broad brush internist or a general broad brush cardiac. So for you guys, what you're doing for me, it would make my life so much easier if this could blow up because of the fact that it's just so hard to find specific doctors. So your company, it's just phenomenal and incredible. So like I said, is it local? Is it all throughout the United States? Where are you guys really targeting?
1: Uh, we start, we're born and bred out of here in Manhattan in New York. Uh, we're very heavy in the Northeast, but now we have clientele all over the country. Uh, we I'd say we're in about 10 major markets.
0: Right. What's kind of your favorite part of the company? <laughs> Personally? <laughs> yeah.
1: I, everyone, they, people usually think I'm insane. Uh, I love doing our patient testimonials. Really? Like, I, I go in and I'll, I do the interviews. Like I'm, I'm not a videographer. I, I'm like the worst creative. I'm partially colorblind. Like I don't get into anything. I shouldn't be, be able to touch graphic design, <laughs> but I love sitting down and speaking to and interviewing patients.
0: That's an because I guess you can see, I mean, you tell me you can see the actual impact that these doctors that you're working for have on these patients hundred percent. Yeah. It tells, it probably drives your force down of like your why. Cause this doctor is a good person. We want to help more clients or more patients. They're not really clients. They're patients. You take care of them. Right. Um, but I think that's amazing that you're just a people person then.
1: Yeah. I mean, this year of all too, is like, we, it's so easy to get caught behind a computer and caught yeah. in the day to day. And, and even as we've grown and I've stepped out of the day to day, I need to remember that with all of our team as well. Like, the end of the day we're fostering human connection it's really what we're doing uh and there's real people behind that and i, I can i've done god hundreds of them at this point and there's few i I've, I've cried for like 20 minutes in some of these to hear the stories that people go through to then say i ultimately finally found that person that was able to diagnose or just listen to me and help me and that's what we're trying to do is kind of is facilitate that search for proper care.
0: Yeah. You're trying to be the change that we all need. I mean, you could, you can hear it. I, there's probably not one person listening or that has experienced a parent or a loved one or themselves that they just can't find the solution. And they're going to 20 different doctors to try to figure out something that then, then when they finally get it and money and how much time they've consumed to then if they could have just figured it out with one Google search of who they could go to and they could save some money and save time and save the frustration probably of years. This company is something that you guys, I don't know where we need to market it. I don't know where we need to go with it, but it needs to happen because it will make everybody's life so much better. So that brings me to this day and age, exactly what you were saying, what kind of challenges or I guess wins because it's also one and the same, right? Have you faced during COVID? Have you guys seen growth? Have you seen pullback or more of an understanding like, okay, now we definitely need to move forward with this type of company because it will help us kind of step out away from the typical norm crowd?
1: Yeah, I mean, the short answer is all the above. I mean, uh, being an entrepreneur is a roller coaster always, uh, and even 10 years in and still is. And uh, last year in particular, uh, I think the US across the board, we all saw just March and April really contracted. Uh, My business partner and I looked at each other and we're like, "Will we even have a company on the other side of this, because at that time, uh, especially in New York, with the mandates that came out, medical practices weren't open. There was no marketing. There was no communication. But in that roller coaster ride, probably in May, June, they started to reopen. But we pretty much had to pivot and become a communications firm for the first two or three months. Yeah. Everybody had concerns on what was being done around COVID processes, around protection. So all we did was just communicate that. And whether that was we sent out some production teams to film around new processes. That's all, cool. All our writers were just writing things around COVID practices and policies. Um, We just became advisors. Again, we did whatever that business needed to survive at that time. Uh, And then luckily enough, we've actually hired this year and we've grown considerably. I think healthcare has become aware and then healthcare communications. Really, I almost hate healthcare marketing because sometimes it gets misconstrued, but I think the concept of finding care online is just now ubiquitous because people are using telehealth.
0: It's mm-hmm. everywhere.
1: So we just, we've just we come into the limelight more.
0: I think that's incredible. One, to get through COVID and to have to pivot, did you guys enjoy what you were doing it? I know it was probably like chaos, but finding new ways to pivot and you had work to do And a lot of important work, I'm sure. Like those doctor's offices, I'm sure, were very grateful that you did have writers and you did have that crew out there helping to create some type of content. Like that is something that you guys were essential without a doubt, in my opinion, for them to actually utilize and see and for patients to see. That's just phenomenal. And then to hire people, come on, Brian. During COVID, that's something that so many people haven't. So I think you you just won 2020 with that in and alone of being able to pivot, find a solution, and also have enough work that you need help. I think that's incredible and and a huge hat off to you because 2020 was not easy for a lot of companies and that's my favorite thing is talking to people now about how are they able to kind of figure it out roll with the punches get back on their feet and keep creating for their company. What are you guys doing now for marketing for new people. Like, is it, has it become a lot more difficult for your company to be able to get new doctor's offices in? Like, are you facing hurdles and complications of having the doctors want to, let's say, spend money or understand or wrap their head around a new idea? Or are they saying like, absolutely, we know we need this now more than ever because patients aren't just walking through the door. They're, they're ultimately searching who can they use
1: yeah there's kind of two brains that i look at that is i think there's much more awareness that it's needed uh the hard part on private and smaller practices is some of them aren't financially sound or there's not the best business so some have been closing up uh it's a lot of getting acquired or by hospitals or bigger brands so uh that's a different challenge in, in our view Uh, We can only dictate and help control a business's success to a degree. Uh, But on the other side of it, uh, that awareness, uh, I think, has come down to us. We have a lot of strategic partners. And this is more of, I think, just a good kind of business growth uh, acumen uh, is to just find kind of peripheral companies in your space. Uh, And that's we have a lot of financial advisors and law firms and groups that work within healthcare as well that once they get and understand our advisory level, um, they're a great partner and referral source for us.
0: Absolutely. I think that's great. I think that's a great point for people who are entrepreneurs, whether you're in the medical industry or just thinking of, it's always about networking. That's what it comes down to. It's who can you connect yourself with to make your product known and understand it, to be able to then speak on your behalf and go out to the public and ultimately sell it for you. That's what you want. People out there saying you have to call Brian because him and his company are the hottest new thing that, well, not new, but the hottest thing out there that you need for your your practice to grow. Because that's one thing that I can say is when I'm talking to a lot of clients who are doctor's offices, a lot of them say they would never send their kids to to medical school because of how difficult it is right now or in the past few years to be able to keep patients with them or get new patients with them. And it's so bizarre because we are in this world where everybody's out there, but I guess everybody is Googling MD. So having that network out there of people who are your salespeople, that is, I would say, the one of the biggest takeaways. I mean, you've said a lot of gold on this show today, but the biggest really for me is really being able to network, not just network in your industry, but network outside of your industry to be able to get your company's word spread. So Brian, before we go... Do you have any value that you can you can give out to our entrepreneurs or people out there that are looking to start something or change or pivot their career path? Any kind of valuable life lesson that you've learned to keep pushing forward?
1: Yeah, if I look back, I mean there's two things that I think about is the internet's kind of democratized information. And like my undergrad is in pre-law. <laughs> like really? And <laughs> uh, yeah. Just to show how insane I am. And <laughs> or I brilliant. knew that I, that I wanted a different lifestyle. And the resources online allowed me to teach myself to be a web developer and how to run PPC campaigns. And then at that point, I took this concept of advisory and ownership. And that's all I did was go to people and go, as much as I can, I want to be objective to your business and see what of my suite of services or my knowledge I can help apply to it. And I tried to own the definition of the success of that. And then once you can prove if it's analytical or even partially subjective, that what your efforts have done have yielded a result, then that's it. It's not a conversation anymore. It's been proven that you've taken ownership over proving the results.
0: Mm, I love that. And for when it's hard and when it's you you can't see the light at the end of the tunnel, what keeps you pushing forward? <laughs>
1: Yeah. I mean, I, I find enjoyment and then difficult. I yeah. think that's, that's the
0: path. That's makes so you like, an entrepreneur that you do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: It really, like, I don't see it as difficult. Like to me, everything has a solution and that's, that's half the fun.
0: I it mean, challenge is the game.
1: Yeah. I mean, that's, yeah. we try and even teach our, our clients that too, is just because they get so caught in the day to day sometimes, especially if we're talking to an practicing doctor is like, uh, one of my favorite books is the obstacle is the way, uh, like the title in itself explains it. And it's like, yeah. you do the hard work. Cause that leads you to the good things.
0: Exactly. I love that. I think that's so important, Brian, where could everybody find you and the company and connect with you if they want to kind of bounce ideas off of whatever the case is, where can people find you?
1: Yeah. Me personally, probably LinkedIn's best. Uh, If you look up the company or just my first name, last name, you'll find our our profiles and I try and uh, publish a lot and interact with people on on LinkedIn.
0: Perfect. Well, I will put your information and the company's information all in the show details. Thank you so much for sharing with us today and talking about your journey and your company. And I can't wait for you guys to actually help me out because I want this to be very big because it will make my life easier when I'm doing doctor searches. So selfishly, I'm all for your company. (laughs) Brian, thank you so much for being here. It's been so much fun. um, And I hope to connect with you in the future so we can continue and see where you've grown this company to.
1: That's awesome. That sounds like a plan.
0: The future is now.